0: Hey everyone welcome to the mtg painful truths podcast i'm your main host Brett wagner joining me as always is my other main host uh, cole kirkman <laughs> cole how have you been bud i've been good how have you been uh pretty good uh we both just played uh before we get started uh, we both just played pre-release we both did pretty well um we're hunting for obnixless for cole and i was looking for titan of industry for myself
1: i think that card is really good by the way
0: yeah, we'll get, yeah, exactly. Will, I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, Ob Nixless too. It's it's such a such a sweet card. And we'll go over all that here in a moment. Uh, so this week we're going to go over obviously the cards, and just like we've done in previous podcasts, we'll talk about the cards that are interesting to us. Uh, prior to that, we're going to go over the SCG event, uh, the SCG event in Dallas. Uh, that's that was a lot of fun, and. First, we're going to talk about the Explorer format in uh, Magic Arena. That was just announced two days ago, and this is basically Pioneer on Arena. So let's go ahead and jump right into that first. What What are you kind of first? Uh, and by the way, if you haven't read it or you want, uh, if you it's hard to if you can't find it, uh, the link to the article will be in the show notes. It's not the primary uh, article, but it will be there. So Cole, uh, what are your what are your thoughts on? um i i definitely think it's a little weird because like
1: to me it i do want arena on or i do want pioneer on arena you know um but like it's just kind of weird to like make this like whole new format you know again like they've done before with like historic and stuff then be like hey you have to wait you know because they said it's gonna be like a couple years before we even like
0: <laughs> before we even get um get the format. Well, right, but I think that's um I think that's this is the the way that the best way to have done it. Like if we waited for like there's going to be there's so many legal pioneer cards that aren't on Arena that will never see play in, in Arena. But they have to acknowledge and say okay we gotta we gotta add these crappy cards or or whatever because and and this set like we'll every time there's a set and and it could just make all of a sudden this thing is broken and now a new deck is built and that requires these other older pioneer cards that could easily just happen so they have to they really have to have their finger on the pulse when it comes to like what the best paper pioneer decks are playing and then the throw those cards into the into the format so to mimic the experience as well as they can or that i think that can happen i think that's why they wanted to kind of manage the expectation because we don't need all 30 grizzly bears in each color like we just don't but they are pioneer legal and stuff like that so uh, so to me it's like if we just waited for them to get all the cards in and plump into the format it would take forever and and then um it, it, you know this i to me this is the best way to do it just get the top decks like uh blue red phoenix uh the winota deck uh lotus field blue white control just get all of those cards there and then that's and then you have the format the, yeah. or the or at least or the part of the format and then the, there'll be like i want to play like, a deck I'm... We talked briefly about this earlier. Like, mono blue Spirits in Pioneer. That's another good deck. And that might... You know, that's like a tier... You know, scroll down on empty goldfish to find it a little bit. But, like, if they want to include that deck, too, that's going to be... A, like, that's less interesting. And that's... I mean, that's less interesting, so it may take a little bit more time. Oh, no, I get to. Yeah. So, to me, I think, like, this is indicative of what they'll do with Modern, too. Like, whenever... If slash win, depending on what your belief is about the future of Arena, like this is how they do it modern as well, I would think. Like, if they did the same announcement for modern today, they would look to add uh, the best modern cards. Like, uh, is it I think modern's just a little bit harder
1: than like Pioneer, though, because it's just a mass amount. But yeah, I I get what you're getting at,
0: right? And 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 Pioneer, there's like maybe, like, 10-ish decks that are, like, 90% of the, of the field, 95%. Modern is, there's, like, 30 decks that represent 90% or something like that. You know, these are arbitrary numbers, but there's just so many other, like, good modern decks. Like, there's weeks that we're, like, oh, th- in this challenge, um, Bogles did good. And just, like, yeah, we haven't talked about Bogles in 24 months. And it just won, so that just makes it more interesting. And then, it, you know, that just happens and modern like there's just these decks that it's in the back of your mind you never consider it and then they just steal a tournament basically sometimes yeah and that that's not pioneer at this point and there's just so many viable well, thank, thank god that's not pioneer
1: at this point <laughs>
0: thank, yeah, yeah no kidding uh, so I, I mean I think this is the to me I like this is I, don't, what, I don't think it's bad like I, I'm not I'm not super
1: against it but I definitely think it's it's interesting to say the wait time, too. I think they should have just left it pretty vague. Because, like, I, saying that it's going to take a couple of years makes me think that they're going it, to... It, it's definitely going to let them push it off.
0: I, I, well, to me, it was, like... It, it's just managing expectations of, like... It, it, this, is not, this is not Pioneer, and it will take a while before it is, like... The exact same as Pioneer. So I think it was, like, I, I don't think it was like a bad announcement or anything like that. Or no, I, no, no, I, no. I thought the way, like, they, they kind of like laid out caveats everywhere. Like, all right, it'll take a few years. We may have a separate brand list. You know, all these, like, basically all these things um, and stuff like that. But I, I, I'm a big fan of this announcement, though. Um, overall, I think it's good. Uh, anything, anything else or do we want to move on? Uh, I mean that's about it. About it. I mean there's
1: not really a whole lot else that there is to it.
0: Yeah, and I don't even think as of the time of this recording, it we're on uh April 23rd, 2 days after the announcement. I don't think it was in as a playable format now, but and, but there's still uh, like, It still is not. I they might add it when they add in Capenna. That would make sense. So, yeah. what
1: is that like the 20 what like 20 something?
0: It's the day before Friday. So, actually, paper release is 29th. So, it'll be the 28th is the arena. Uh, the, when it gets released on arena for the digital formats, yeah, that would players. that would that would be my
1: guess is they would have it then.
0: That would make sense too, yeah. Okay, uh, so next, SCG Dallas. Although it was in Fort Worth, but SCG Dallas happened, uh, a few weekends ago. Uh, it was a lot of fun, uh, to kind of say that, uh, I was nice. <laughs> to, to, uh, it, it was, uh, to me, it was like a lot, like there was a lot of like positives that weekend. I got, obviously I got to see you Cole. I got to see my friend, uh, Cody from, he was my old Wichita friend. I haven't seen him since, uh, the Oak Oklahoma city grand prix, um, and the before times, I think 2019 late 2019. And that's where I I saw you there too, Cole. Uh, and so I saw him for the first time I met Corey Baumeister, Shaheen, Sarani, Will Pulliam, uh, Cedric, and got to kind of briefly meet them and just say hi and, uh, and stuff like that. So that was really cool. Uh, and, and I, I guess, and I did actually. I did the main event, and I got twenty fourth. So I did pretty good. I'm still waiting on that check, but uh, <laughs> I I did uh, I did do pretty well to to get twenty fourth place. Oh, and and we get I got posters or I got a poster of garuk and that was really cool. Uh, yes, yes, we did get posters. <laughs> yeah, you got Tezzy. I to me it was. Uh, I mean, Tezzeret may be uh, one of your top favorite characters of the magic universe maybe not i feel like you're always like drawn to to tezzeret i Um, just like tezzeret a lot he's 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 the rob zombie of
1: uh of the magic universe
0: right there was also like someone uh it was back in while i was watching walking dead i I can't think that walking dead character but he looked exactly like tezzeret i thought like the the, like the hairstyle uh and everything just like completely lined up with tezzeret um, but I I wanted to get Garouk because that was um, like one one of my first uh, actually Cole when we like when we first started becoming uh, friends like my first deck as you know was just Monocry Devotion which used Garouk as just uh like a ramp spell with uh and literally was, one
1: of the best Planeswalkers first printed was that Garrick
0: yeah it was <laughs> that that was. It's such a sweet card. I was so glad to. So it was just kind of like, kind of nostalgia for me. It was like, yeah, this was he was the a key piece in the deck I played. It was it was like medium minus deck, but it it was it could just be super powerful, Um, and that was really fun. So I I wanted to like, I I would want that art. I haven't put it up yet, but I would want that art to say, oh yeah, this card and like go through that story, of of the card and. Of the of the character and, and what it meant to me, so yeah, that's, I really wanted that one. I was really glad to grab it too, um, and got some swag from Cedric. Yeah, and uh, it, it for so so I got so I did really well. Cole, you just missed day two, losing uh, to Amulet Titan at the end um, in the in your final round. Uh, how? <laughs> Well, I, I guess like uh, to, before we get to that, I, I want to go over everyone else. I'm just gonna keep talking, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had some good friends. Uh, William Lehman, I believe that's his name. He was uh, a person we met Cole at the uh, Pro Support, uh, the the you know the bad tournament, the one that took, lasted till 4 a.m. He was. Uh, I, I met him. We met him there, and uh, he was a. He was in the my MTG rants community. He said, "Hey, wish me luck." And I said, "Where are you? I want to find you." And we hung out for a little bit. And he was someone who had he was there basically flying solo. So I was his only like contact there. And at SCG Dallas, same thing. He he's based in uh, I think Oklahoma or, no or like a remote city in in Kansas. I, I forget. If you're listening, I'm sorry. I don't remember everything. I barely know your name, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad with names. Uh, but he he also day twoed. I think he got, uh, his breakers were very, very bad. And I think he would have missed cash regardless. I think he had, I think he finished top 100. And my friend Cody, he also day twoed. He he had a pretty bad day two. He made among the worst people in day two, unfortunately. I think he had 94th. Uh, and I know, Cole, we just talked about you just slipping out uh jacob jacob also in, the, in his last round he lost or he had to he he drew going five two and one and uh speaking of drew he yeah i think he went like oh two oh three drop or something and he he was playing other events pretty quickly
1: yeah i think he had more fun playing like the four color deck in the side event
0: right but he's, yeah.
1: he's also really excited about pioneer being a,
0: a real format yeah oh yeah for sure and we i've been i've been in our little circle the the guy talks about like hey check out this new lotus field list and then uh they would ignore it you know for a long time but now they're like i know i played a little bit with jacob yesterday about uh, playing pioneer and uh and drew uh we've been talking about decks as well and they're yeah i think they're getting cards together to to start jamming that so cold, cold, cold tell us i guess like i i, I want to take a break so how, how did <laughs> how, how was your star city event yourself uh it went a lot better
1: than i thought it was going to well so i mean it, it did suck that i missed out on day two just losing to amulet on the nuts like i mean he turned two turned two turned three to me and like just not really anything i could have done about it unfortunately um and both of my hands weren't like questionable they both were pretty decent um yeah. I think, actually, if I remember correctly, I think it was, like, tur- game two, I missed a land, I think, that I needed. And I probably could have stayed in it. But, I mean, it's just really hard in that matchup when they, you know, do that so fast. Um, but, uh, besides that, like, I played Tron, I think, round two. And I was super worried about that. I managed to s- slip beat it. And then I played against uh, Four Color round three and i managed to beat it i was really impressed because i've had terrible luck with that matchup but then i uh then played against like four color again at some other point and he just ruined me (laughs) like he it was a guy that top date the hunter burden on on it and he just it wasn't even a game he completely ran me over gotcha like it was it was brutal but um I mean, besides that though uh it it went really well um i got to hang out with friends which is always always a big plus yeah i mean really thinking trying to think if there's anything else that uniquely happened but not really i mean it was just a it was just a fun event uh it was really well re- really well really well ran
0: there you go <laughs> um
1: yeah so that was nice i, mean, I always like whenever events are uh you know, ran nicely.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So always a plus. Uh, but besides that, I mean, yeah, we got to hang out. We got those posters. It was kind of cool to. It, it really felt, <clears throat> you know, normal again a little bit. Yeah, which yeah, was nice. Sure. It, it felt it felt like uh,
0: we were back to doing the doing the old grind. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm starting to like look at other like I'm looking at NRG events too. Of just like I I want to I've I've been running pretty hot recently with Amulet, so I'm just kind of like, look, just looking more like going a little bit wider with my search of like, all right, how about these big events and stuff like that. I
1: know I need to be let known because um, I want to I want to like go to these things and see them.
0: Right. Because
1: after SCG, it it really felt like uh, it was a fall off.
0: Right. Yeah. And NRG, I'm told is, I've, I haven't been, I've, this was actually my first SCG event. I've only done one, uh, Grand Prix, uh, CFB Grand Prix. And I, I know NRG is like pretty well respected at this point. Um, so I, I definitely, and the, I, I looked, cause I, I was looking at Minneapolis, Minnesota. They had a event here in, I guess in May, I don't know the exact dates cause I wasn't, I wasn't booking flights. I was just kind of just perusing and the flights were like just a hundred dollars or something. Yeah. I'm going to Indianapolis for
1: a Pokemon event. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and we, we, we could have flown. We, we opted <laughs> not to. Right. Uh, you know, how you do? <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it, it. Yeah. We were, we were talking about this before. If, if it's just you, then flying and driving, there's not, you probably just want to take a flight just because it's, uh, just use this so much quicker but if you get a few people it's a it's a you know gas is expensive as it is it's still if you split it to between 3 and 4 people it's it's a hell of a lot cheaper and it's kind of a bonding experience too
1: yeah, i mean it's a lot it's a lot of fun i highly highly recommend uh you know doing events when you can they're they're so much fun right even if you don't do as great it's just fun to be around you know your friends again and bs with each other do some stupid stuff together
0: right oh for sure uh so let's uh i'm gonna go ahead and go over my i'm not gonna do a a round by round breakdown like i did before if it's just an interesting interaction uh out or interesting game i want to bring it up uh oh and what so cole uh to those who may have just be listening for the first time what deck were you playing this week or on the scg weekend
1: oh i played the Yogg father
0: (laughs) i played Yogg moth um you, you the, played a mostly stock list of Yawgmoth, right?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was stocky.
0: Okay, because I know we were um, you were considering like I, I had a list I showed you that was with uh, Bolts of Citadel um, and a few with the uh, the black green one Eldrazi uh, Catacomb Sifter. I didn't know if I didn't remember if you were on a, anything spicy, um, just kind mm. of. Boomerog, no. effectively. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so let me go over mine real quick. Uh, I'll, I'll, mine was exhausting. Last time, I'm, I'm going to try to keep it short. I just played Karn Amulet. Um, I went with Karn this week because I thought living in from the prior weekend did really well. And I wanted a little bit more graveyard interaction. So with Karn, you get Tormite script, and I was like, okay, that seems pretty good. Uh, so, uh, so that was my logic, and I w- and, and I absolutely did not consider anything else. Like, there's no reason to um, for me. Uh, and also, my deck list tournament report. That's also going to be in the show notes too. So, if you want to check it out, it will be there. Uh, so, in the first day, I, okay. So, I'm, so I start off uh, winning. The the most I guess the most interesting thing I did so I won game one, or round one versus uh uh blue red prowess and game two, round two uh, played against a control like a four or five color control deck but it was really wild uh, and I was able to two o that and then I beat scales which is something I typically do when uh, I played against David Pierce in round four once again uh, we, I played him in the uh, HBML 5k and because it the only person I would do this to in the room because I played against him I was on the draw he plays land passes I he passes to me I just draw my card go to cleanup and discard primeval titan I wouldn't have done that against anyone else in the room but David Pierce uh, I was 100% sure on what he was playing uh, so, I, which is kind of interesting. I'm able to take him down in game three. He had a incredibly stocked graveyard. He just needed land number three. He missed it after he um, he did the uh, subtlety on my Karn, which he knew was going to get Tormont's scripts, but he did not find land three, and I played Karn, got Tormont's Crypt, and that we were just done uh the next so i start off 4-0 and then i play against mono black coffers i'm gonna try to keep this quick uh the the most notably thing is game two i miss lethal because i had card and dry, or i'm sorry i had titan dryad land drops and besage you in hand and opponent played in bridge the turn before by i don't make one more land drop to add mana to besage you the it's staring bridge uh so i say combat he's like oh you can't attack and i say oh Hell yeah, that's awesome. And he has super Tron mana. It just destroys me. And I'm so tilted, I keep Golos in the deck because I actually played it in in that game, in game two. And I, so I registered 61, and it's in my opening hand. I'm like, well, here I am. Uh, <laughs> but the hand was good. I actually played Golos, and, he, and Golos is relevant. And he doesn't establish Tron mana. It's a pretty good matchup, I feel. Um, they're just pretty slow. And you know I'm pretty fast at times. So uh, my first loss was against the uh, uh, blue white control in round six. Uh, just I'm just kind of quickly reading. Um, yeah, he beats me. Uh, I went against Domain. This was a pretty quick game. Um, I just uh, beat him before he beat me. It was three game three games in twenty minutes. That was by far the quickest round. And my last game was against Jun Sagavan this this player I think his name is Cade uh, he he seemed like he so f- funny he th- he knew me a lot more than I thought he did like he's like oh you're not wearing your your shirt like the the the, the brontosaurus t shirt that I would wear at these events and I was like oh my god he can can, can read my soul <laughs> or something <laughs> and uh, he he to he's on John Sagavan a matchup I would Think is okay, but he beats me 2-0, and I'm really bummed about it. But I end the day 6-2. I beat Blue-Red Prowess. (laughs) Something funny, he was like, "All right, attack for 4 with a Sprite Dragon. And he has 2 cards at hand, and I'm doing math, and I'm like, alright, if he has double Lava Dart, that is 8 additional damage, and I am exactly at 12. So, I chump with an Endurance that I have. And then I played like Titan Dryad on my own turn, and with Valka triggers on the stack, he actually uh, a double love of to kill it. So he actually had lethal. I was surprised, but he was just completely behind at that point. Uh, I lost a four color Omnath uh, to be dead for top twelve. Uh, this were lost in two games. Uh and then beat t- white mono white taxes and then blue, red, and murk tide in consecutive games. I a a matchup I would say is slightly unfavored or unfavored, but I was able to three o it for the weekend and get twenty-fourth. I do find it funny that we both have gotten twenty-fourth in big events. Right. That's what you did at the uh the Man- Bird. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it was the the perfect uh 25th is a big drop off in cash too so i was glad to, to oh
1: for yours because i know yeah. the hbmo was like it wasn't that bad
0: it was because it was HBO paid out to i guess they both paid out to top 32 yeah yeah, yeah. um right yeah um and i think just like a <laughs> like a true titan player at the end of it people are like oh can you can you ship like oh you played car cool is that your list i'm like yeah don't play it like i, I don't <laughs> I, I didn't it's funny i did not like my list that like i I looked at a a few lists also from the weekend and other or like other similar lists and like will Polyam i checked out his list i really liked his he played in the uh this the 10k i think he scrubbed out in the main event and his list was really really good um but I actually prefer house of Manas over in North of the border. He was, he got second against, uh, and, and in, in the face to face game. And he, he had the list I liked and I told a lot of people like, this is the list to play. No question. And that's, yeah. And that, that's all kind of outlined in the tournament report too. Um, but yeah, that was it. It was a it was a pretty good tournament. I I I got really lucky. I think it was the only player who actually played Karn and did well that whole weekend. I think there was like, like everyone else played a stock version of Amulet in some capacity, um, either with usually with like more Cultivator clauses or more more like more asus, you know, whatever it is. They they just played normal versions of the of the deck. So that's pretty cool. a guess...
1: normal version of the
0: <laughs> well, right? I mean, Karn is definitely not normal. Um, and I, I mean, like I think that night when I got back, I immediately like saw House Amanda's, uh Jack Potter, uh, his uh, actual name. Uh, I saw his list. I'm like, yep, I'm building that. That's that's the way to do it. And uh, that's ha- that's still what's sleeved up for me right now. I I just strongly prefer his his list over mine. Although I think for Karn, mine was among the best, like the best way to build it. Maybe trade out two sideboard cards or something. I don't know. So what's, is his list just like kind of like stocky, like more aggressive? Right. Yeah. The only difference between house and, uh, will Polyam's list. Uh, yeah, they're both very stock. Uh, Pulliam had two cultivator classes. Uh, normal creatures and, and relic in the main that's kind of the notable exception to being stock is they had relic in the main which i you know that's why i had at the uh at the hunter burton side event and that's still to me is almost mandatory at this point in this format just having something to stop darcy to you know to keep merc in check really good gets living in if you can sneak that in before they could um you know cast uh, violent outbursts, you know, stuff like that. I think it's really important. Um and the only difference between those lists were Polium had two cultivator clauses and House had just a one copy and had Crumbling Vestige instead as an additional land. And to me, Crumbling Vestige is it should be a mainstay in the deck. It just there's plenty of times where, uh, so- like, you know, we're, we're, we play Saga now. And so, you know, kind of by the time you cast Primeval Titan, you may even have just less mana because your Saga gets less, less total amount of lands, basically. So when you cast Titan, you may only have, like, two lands in play. Um, but let, this example, let's go with we'll have three lands in play. So, obviously, you know, two lands in play. Two lands in play. I got this goal. So, you have two lands in play, and uh single amulet. You cast Titan, you, and you want to haste it, and you know you're, the shields are down or whatever. So, you get Borel's Garrison Slayer Stronghold to haste it. You get three lands, and you attack to get two more lands. So, you have five lands in play. Grumble Vestige adds red and white mana if you have Dry of the Leasing Grove. So, uh, you, you keep... you. Increase your land quantity and you get still haste to titan, and then you get valka triggers and the reds while you're in the red zone. So, to me, crumbling vestige is a mandatory if you're playing uh, a slayer's package. And I was, I, and to me, that's like it's almost a deal breaker if I don't see it. It's, it. It has to be there, in my opinion. It's just like you know, you have your one Vesuva, you have your first, you have to play Valka you have to play all these you know these you have to play Boros Garrison and Slayers it sucks you got to do it and to me also Crumbling Vestige is just it has to be there i uh, it's it also just uh it makes the same amount of mana as a bounce land when you have a single amulet and also it's turn one green source which is fucking necessary a lot of the time it's just, it's just too good man um so Crumbling Vestige, i i preferred I I I I don't have a problem with the second cult like the second cultivator in Polium's list. Obviously, that's I played that a lot. But you gotta have a vestige in there somewhere. You gotta make room somewhere. So I like I liked a houses list a lot, and that's what I'm currently running right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. So very awesome. We won't, and we'll have another pretty big event in just a few months, early June. Will there be a Dream Hack? That'll be Pioneer. I want to say. Or the main event will be Pioneer. I actually don't know how this works, Cole. But there, <laughs> there will be magic. And it'll be a big event. And i I'm, I'm also besides NRG, I'm also kind of looking at more Star City events. Uh, that's probably not gonna happen, but I'm I'm just interested. I won't keep jamming magic. I'm just kind of riding on a tear right now.
1: I mean if my man's on a tear, he's he's tearing it up, he's killing everything.
0: I was what I was listening to uh, it was a it's a podcast. They they, they folded um, because uh, all the all the hosts basically worked went to work at Watsy. It was, uh, I cannot think of it, Allied Strategies. And I think before I actually started listening to them, but I heard them retell the story, one of the main hosts had like a Dragon's deck in Standard and he said he really liked it. And he said, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to just fly to this Grand Prix and play it. And he won the event. <laughs> so he felt pretty hot and it obviously worked out for him. Um, I, I just, I think that's just a great, great fun story I just like yeah this deck's good I'm gonna play it and he won just last minute flight or whatever yeah. okay uh, well let's uh, any final thoughts about uh, SED Dallas or anything else going on no that's about it okay well, let's get to let's go to the streets, Cole. The streets of New <laughs> Yeah, the streets. Uh, yeah, so we'll go over uh, just like we did in the previous podcast. We don't have a ranking in place for what we think is like the the number one card. We'll kind of s- mention what we do think is, but we're not going to go over like, oh, this is the best card. We're just going to go over the cards that we think are interesting or worth talking about. Um. Now we'll do it in the same order. Uh, Wooberg. Then we'll do. Do we do colorless or gold first? I forget what you prefer.
1: Uh, well, I guess this one's gonna be a little different. Uh, I guess we can go by house first and then do the single colored stuff for like multicolored. Oh,
0: sure. Yeah, we can do that. Um, so let's do, uh, so we'll start with uh the the bant house that's the uh just changing it up on me okay that's fine <laughs> how dare he right i i just am horrible with the house names and the, and the bant one's the one i played at pre-release so it's like obscura all okay, right so the, the first one is the the obscure house um that's not right uh <laughs> oh my god no we should do the esper one the esper one is obscura that's the one that we should yeah divers. esper is obscura right um so so do we always stick the same same pattern of i'll go over all the obscure cards and if i miss something you'll jump in yeah we can do that okay so the first one i have is obscure charm it's white blue black a full esper uh it's instant and you choose one of the three modes just like all the charms uh i will the first one is, uh, return a multicolor permanent with mana value three or less from the graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Uh, another mode is counter target instant or sorcerer spell. And the final mode is destroy target creature or planeswalker with mana value three or less. The, the, what, the, what I like about this card obviously is, uh, like it, 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 the modes are pretty good. It's just nice to get back, uh. Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. It, it's nice to get back uh, a man. If, like, to me, the interesting mode is against Living End, if you have a Teferi that's in the graveyard for you know forever like if it got griefed or something like that, you just cast this response to the Cascade trigger. You bring back Teferi, and then you just counter the Living End, or you just counter their... Um, if that like Returning this is better than just countering the spell for three mana, because the Teferi obviously is just a... Uh, a card that just prevents that from being cast. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, obviously it has counter instant sorcery spell, which is nice. Added value, and then destroy a creature planeswalker. Um that could just, just snag an opposing to fairy, which you just and control mirrors, you like you can't let three fairy to stick around. You have to deal with it in some capacity or even just bring back your own with this is pretty pretty good. Oh yeah. Um, so I uh I don't know, like, if you're playing Esper, I think you'd play this card, but I don't think you want to go out of your way to play this card if you're playing a control deck. And black is, like, the least... Like, there's blue-white for color control. That's currently in the format. I don't think it's worth uh, playing black just for this, but I maybe be... I, I don't know. That's just kind of my gut t- thought, but I think this card's really, really cool.
1: No, yeah, I, I like it.
0: Yeah, I think... Uh, I don't think it's like too powerful, but I think it's fine fine to me yeah no I agree so next next one I have in the Esper colors is Voidrend.
1: that's the that's the um, the vindicator, right
0: yeah yep yeah. it's esper colors uh for instance it's uncounterable uh destroy target non-land permanent so it can't can't nab a land but anything else it can destroy. I, I I don't know I thought Cole I thought this was maybe slightly overhyped uh because really? vindicate Yeah well well yeah I I just immediately thought that uh like like Uncountable is kind of nice but it doesn't I don't care about it not nagging a, uh getting a land but just vindicate's not good and adding Yeah but vindicate and, was a sorcery still like I guess like what what, are, what so what are your thoughts on this? I could you know I'm I've been wrong before, but what are you, what are your thoughts here?
1: No, I, I like it. I mean, it being Esper's a little awkward, but like Esper's a fine control color anyways.
0: Sure. No, no, no yeah. I think it's definitely like like it's it's just kind of it's the mana co- like you have to be es- Esper colors and I I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze kind of thing. Like I I don't like cuz blue Y is an established deck and i don't know if i guess i could make it work it's not that big of a deal like mana's pretty good in modern i i just don't think Effect is is, is just that good honestly
1: oh I, I guess i get what you're getting at
0: yeah yeah i'm tr- I. i i don't know it's a little mixed on it personally <laughs> don't get it I don't like it don't like it.
1: No, I think it's okay. I don't think it's like. So we talked about this at pre-release that we both agree that Capena's a little. Um... It's not like ridiculously overpowered.
0: No, it's not Kamigawa for sure. Like Kamigawa had a ton of cards that went like it really affected Pioneer and the lands obviously affected Modern. Like all of them. Do uh, see play in some capacity they are all just good lands and um there's other cards that, or there's other effects that i'm just missing but it was just a good set overall um, no yes i agree yeah like this one w- after we saw the previews we both said yeah this is a little bit not as high impact but it but
1: i mean i like the triumphs which will obviously go over i mean i think the finished cycle of triumphs is cool but like, yeah, the yeah. set definitely to me is more of like a cool gimmicky set. And I I don't mind that a lot of people hear that. and They're like, oh, cool. That means you, you fucking hate it. And I'm like, no, I like a gimmick. Like, you know, and that's what the set is like. I love the set. It might be one of my favorite sets story wise or like theme wise. I love mob, you know, 90 or like uh, not 90s. But, you know, like back then kind oh. of stuff. That's what the set is. Oh, yeah. And so I'm super <laughs> sold on that. 'Cause like it it's just so cool to me. I lo- I love that stuff. And like in right. you know, the houses. I just actually last night when I got home after we did pre release, I uh listened to the whole story of Capenna. That was pretty cool. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah, and, and I I agree. I think the set has like, you know, Cons of Tarkir was a three color set and that's like a beloved limited set. And I think this could be a very good limited set too as well. I they, it just seems like a lot of fun, and you can just kind of build these three color decks. And um... yeah, I
1: mean, like we, I, I built a five color deck for pre release, right? Yeah, and I that's went right.
0: 3-0. Yeah, I went. <laughs> it's why we we were building deck, our decks side by side, and you're like, you know what? I'll just add colors <laughs> because you just felt like you you had to, the deck that could do it, and I was like, you know i'm going down to two colors <laughs> largely i had played blue i had the bet house and i played blue white splash a few green cards and i also three owed um i thought my deck was really, really good you also had two of that exile chick two of the exile chick uh three we of both the... had the car yeah we both had the car that was pretty uh the uh the limo I also had uh, three of the three mana two one flyer ETB gain one draw card. Uh, I only had one of that card. I had three of Jesus, like that. Oh, so good. It was just, it it just close. The, oh, the secret winner as uh, for my deck, I have to think of the name because it's it's a common card. It's not very good, but I do have to find it. Uh, security bypass. I want to bring this up real quick. It's basically if it's attacking, it's enchantment or. Uh, If it's attacking alone, it can't be blocked, and it connives when it hits, deals combat damage. So I just, like, kept attacking uh, this uh, with the unblockable creature and drawing and discarding. And, like, I just had a good hand, and I was just discarding non-lands. So I just kept conniving and adding counters on this unblockable creature. And, you know, limited, you don't really have these... (laughs) you don't just have like three fatal push or four fatal pushes in your deck you have maybe two total removal spells or something like that and some of them are like infinite amount of mana right and sometimes it's like like the uh the red one that's still three like this just gets out of range pretty quickly and yeah it was it's kind of crazy how how strong because i just like had up a wall of of things and my and just some idiot was getting in there and just like getting stronger every combat. i had two of the fish card that was really cool yeah right i saw that that was that was pretty pretty hot. Yeah. Okay, uh, but uh, <laughs> so that's all I have for the Esper colors. Uh, <laughs> uh, was there? Uh, I guess there's not like a ton of Esper cards. Like, I, like there's the Esper Synacy. I didn't think it was very good though.
1: No, nah, not that. Not that I can think of. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and go to uh, the Grixis Colors. That's the next in the uh, in the color wheel pie. Uh, I do like Maestro's Charm. That's the Grixis Charm. Uh, it's just like the other charm. It's instant. You choose one of the three modes. It is first one is look at the top five cards of your library, put and then you put one in your hand, the rest in your graveyard.
1: Oh, I had that against me. That card. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah. the Second mode is basically uh, lava lightning helix each opponent loses three life and you gain three life and finally deal five to a creature or planeswalker
1: yeah it's siphons three why does it deal five (laughs) (laughs)
0: luckily it doesn't deal six
1: (laughs) no i mean the charms
0: aren't that crazy
1: everybody says the esper one's the best one
0: i think it is too yeah Uh, but this one I do like quite a bit and it was kind of advertised as it's never dead because you always get a cantrip out of it at, at worst. Yeah. Um, and five cards is a lot, but man, you just, I, I, I'm a little bit softer on this one, to be honest. I don't think the modes are super great. I I don't, and I don't think this puts Grixis control back on the map. I I just don't (laughs) think it's very (laughs) good. You don't think Grixis control becomes like the best deck of all time. I think it might just barely miss out. (laughs) I don't know. That's actually. Uh, that's all I have for the Grixis colors, honestly. I, there's nothing else I liked. Um, the, the, well, I like. Uh, I saw someone play Cormella. That's the one in a Grixis haste creature that you could pay one, tap it, and add Grixis colors.
1: Oh, the, for the weird sorcery. storm card thing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That seemed pretty, pretty interesting, but, like, not in. Like, to me, interesting as in not constructed. Yeah, nothing nothing else really seemed interesting to me. There are cool cards though, but not those.
1: <laughs> but but not that.
0: Yeah. That's what that but yeah, that's all I have for Grixis. Uh the next one I think is uh so I'm, I'm so if, if we're done with Grixis, I'm gonna go to the Jund colors. That's next in the rotation. This one I thought was interesting. It's Riveteer's Ascendancy. It's uh the Jund colors uh it's an enchantment that says when you sacrifice a creature, you may return a target creature card with lesser mana value from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. And you can only do this once each turn though. I, that last clause makes it not busted, but I thought it was still kind of, kind of interesting.
1: No, yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. I don't quite know what this card does in the deck that it goes in or like, I don't know what that deck looks like.
1: Oh no no I did not at all like literally yeah. <laughs>
0: like I like the fact that you only do it once a turn makes it go from being uh, puts it in the fair category to me it just seems like maybe uh, it may not be very very good but uh, let's let's go ahead and move on to the charm the Jun Charm Rivetiers Charm uh, just like all the others it's instant choose your favorite mode. First mode is target opponent sacrifices a creature or planeswalker they control with the highest mana value among them, and uh, also the next mode exile the top three cards of your library until your instep. You can play them, and uh, final mode exile target player's graveyard. So to me, I love that that it is
1: it has like the same charm effect that Rakdos charms and stuff always have.
0: <laughs> right, right, because that also like had the exile the, graveyard stuff. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, that's that's good. Uh it always it, yeah, it's always a removal spell. And and uh to me like I think Jund would play this card, uh Boomer Jund, just because like the XL top 3, that's that's my favorite mode. XL three cards from your library and you can play it play them on, like you just instead do this if you're holding up like other stuff. And you just get to basically draw three for three mana. Yeah. So that so this card I like quite a bit. Obviously, removal spell. It's not it's not even that bad. Like the removal spell's decent for it's you're paying a lot for it, but if you gotta kill kill something, this will do it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. It I mean
1: yeah, I was trying to read more into it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like um so kinda like I'm looking over it real quick for all the houses. All the uncommon cards are kind of all the uncommon uh dorkies. The the right. idiots. hmm I think they're all, all pretty unique. I don't know, I've never I'd never read the gen one until just now.
0: The crew captain?
1: The the Boulder. Oh the Boulder. The the named legendary yeah.
0: ones oh sure 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 yeah
1: because i i didn't read the the esper one till or the bant one till yesterday the one that eats cards oh yeah i was like this card's gross as hell yeah that's the first i've never like i don't know the the set i was super excited for but like i definitely didn't look into it like we're probably gonna get to the card well i mean we're not probably we are gonna get to the card that obviously matters the most to me which we all know which one that one is uh right So that was, like, really the only card I was like, man, yeah, woo, that card. (laughs) Right. But, yeah, besides besides that, there wasn't really anything.
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: Well, anything that, like, stood out that I was like, wow, this is crazy. Also, this set, when we were doing pre-release, I had brought this up. This set has the most text on it ever. Yeah,
0: Yeah, there's a ton of paragraphs. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. Yeah, like we were playing pre so I was like, I have to like read every card for like five minutes. I was like, I don't know why every card has twelve pages of text on it. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Definitely very interesting. Not 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 trying to crap on the set or anything, but you know. No, no, no. And that's that that it's kind of interesting. yeah, it makes it interesting. Um Yeah. The um so that so I do have one more Jund card, and it is Unleash the Inferno. This one seems. Oh, like you like it, that card? I put it on my list. I think I no. I I brought. I put it on for because I think it's not terribly good. Uh, basically, it's one in a, so it's instant. It's Unleash the Inferno. One in Jund Banna. uh Just shorthand. It deals seven to creature Planeswalker. Excess damage can shatter and. An artifact or enchantment so you know you'll kill a primal titan kill their amulet of vigor or their a saga or something like that yeah i think it's just i think it's just like that's immediately what you kind of can can like you just envision that also you could kill titan and a construct or just like two constructs or um you know kill eight moth nexus well or kill, uh, car- like, deal four to a construct Excess will kill the zero mana, Ink Nessix, you know, stuff like that. There's definitely spots, but it's just... It's like a million mana in Modern. It's four total mana. <laughs> like, at this... T- by the time you get cast, It's literally it, a thousand mana. I don't it's, it's the same thing. If that one was a nine, it'd be the same card. Like, it just... Uh, it's, it's, it's literally, like, a billion. Well, so, after... Like this will come down the turn after the primeval titan does, like the titan will have will have dealt eight damage and maybe more valka triggers, and then you're like, now I can kill it. You know, it's just the damage is kind of already done, personally, uh, in my opinion. So I I thought it was just overrated, personally.
1: Yeah, okay, I guess I could get you on that. <laughs> I just I just love like four mana infinite. Yeah, basically infinite. It's actually literally uncastable. <laughs>
0: no I, that's the only reason i brought it up because i was like hey this card's interesting because it's just a million mana and not and not good enough uh next one i had I had actually you played this uh yesterday so we're i'm in the naya colors this is Ginny fey Jetmere second uh it's uh the man is weird but it's basically triple green but you can spin red or white uh as well don't they all kind of have a card like that that's like yeah the they all mana? Do. Yeah, yeah, this I one this is what I like though. It says when if you create one or more tokens, you may instead create that many uh green cat creature two two green cats with haste or three one green dog tokens with vigilance. So you either get fast with cats or get uh kind of tall dogs or whatever. But yeah. I I looked I did like this one a little bit. Like if there was a token strat, this is a pretty good lord for it. Other I mean, like a a good alternative way to just make a bunch of tokens, and I know you actually played it and made a few uh, cats and dogs yourself.
1: I did. I made the <laughs> made the attempt to. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> right. Uh. Yeah. So that, I thought this was. I. I do, okay. I don't actually think this will make it in. Um, a format, but it's it is kind of cool for you. Just like I. I don't know what the deck looks like. Maybe Academy Manufacturer, and this, and instead of making. F- the all three artifacts you can just make like six haste worth of cat tokens I don't know
1: I think uh, I don't know I'm kind of reading over all of them now the flash 2-5 in Grixis is annoying and sealed <laughs> you d- you stumbled into that right? yeah or... twice, <laughs> twice. exile top card of uh, your library woo <laughs> I can cast it and she didn't even need to be there to cast that spell I think that's so stupid right Oh, uh, Evelyn? Yeah, she's, she's gotta, she's gotta do it once.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. And, then, and there's, it's, I'm like, trying to scroll through these, I'm on Scryfall looking through these cards, and it's like, there's like, ten arts of, or like, two or three arts of, all, like, all these cards, it's just like, <laughs> it's hard to scroll through.
1: Well, 12, we're 12 arts deep, I don't know where we're at. Right.
0: Oh, uh, so, the, uh, next, uh, next card for Naya, that's why I like quite a bit, it's, uh, a lot of a lot of hype around this, too. Rocco, uh, Cabaretti, Caterer, it's X and uh, Anaya. It has the uh, Court of Calling text, basically. Uh, ETB, if you cast it, you can search your library for a creature card. mana uh, value X or less. So, um, yeah, he
1: got hit the battlefield.
0: Yeah, he got he to get there, though. Also,
1: Also, you said last night, we didn't think about this. You said last night that you could get Rocco with Rocco, and then you could go get a Dryad Arbor.
0: I was wrong. I, you, I, cannot, I,
1: I just, you cannot, in fact, do
0: that. Yeah, I, I decided to read the card now, and I'm like, oh, it, it, it's a, it's not X equals zero now. You have to actually pay Naya and Naya Man, then you can You get, have to cast him to get his effect. Right. He'd be busted if he didn't have to. I know, he'd be insane. Right. <laughs> card <would> be bu- <laughs> you
1: could, <laughs> You're telling me you could get Rocco off Rocco and get a Dryad Arbor? <laughs>
0: Just let it roll, the first Rocco.
1: <laughs> You're telling me right now that you could get a bed night off this card. <laughs> god,
0: yeah, can't imagine. Yeah, someone tried. Uh, I did. Uh, someone cast this against me. I was. I was oh my god, out. somebody had a
1: Rocco against you.
0: I disdainful stroked it because they like they like tapped all their lands. Like I don't know what's gonna happen, what you plan on happening, but I don't like it, and I disdainful stroked it. <laughs>
1: We had a joke earlier about D-stroke in that pre-release, and I totally didn't even know that it was like
0: on No, fuck? I no, because I had it in my pool. I was like, I guess I'll play. Like, I think it's good enough to play in limited, and and I was like, all right. No,
1: I, I just remember that we had like the a, like. I said I was going to draft Yagmaw, three and physician, but you know, clearly that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all I have for Naya. uh, and now to is it brokers? Uh the, the... brokers
1: or the bant one.
0: Yeah, okay, that's that's what I played. I didn't know it was brokers.
1: Yeah, brokers are the bant one.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm not getting involved Oh, I do in... want
1: to say before we continue, yeah, I yeah. played against somebody that had rafine which is the Esper leader, and Falco, which is the uh brokers leader. They pulled both of
0: them. <laughs> that was gross. So he's not loyal to a leader, got it. <laughs> follows to
1: I don't know, man, both those cards are pretty gross. Like, yeah. one of those connive on a guy, and, oh man, it was so
0: so rough. Right.
1: All right, so we're at Brokers.
0: Yeah, Brokers, yeah, so I liked, uh, I brought up Brokers Charm. It's uh, bank colors. Uh, uh, first mode is uh, target creature you control gets plus one, plus zero, and to uh, turn it deals damage equal to its power to a creature or planeswalker. Uh, also the other mode is destroy target enchantment or draw two cards. Yeah. It's, it's pretty similar to like Dromoka's command. Um, like the first mode is kind of add a counter and fight and then. Well, like <laughs> literally that's, literally I, the same okay, card. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. So that's literally it, but they both have, encha- uh, Dromoka's uh, target player sacrifices an enchantment. This one is, uh, just basically just destroyed outright. That's kind of where the similarities end. Um, like i don't i didn't think this was necessarily um i don't think, I, I brought it up cuz i didn't think it would see play i guess i don't think it's terribly good
1: the their charm uh, no <laughs> doesn't wait it draws two cards
0: yeah i mean that's the best mode yeah uh, divination uh Okay, sure, yeah, I mean that to me that was the best mode, but I don't think like I don't think that's the only the- mode. Three mana drop to. right? You could just play Moldrifter Drifter instead.
1: You could just play Moldrifter Drifter <laughs> instead, <laughs> right. but that's a sorcery, Brett. <laughs> the charm's an instant. It has a lot of text on the first mode. I hate it.
0: Right, it's effectively Dramoka's command, but instead of a counter, it just gets uh extra power until it in turn. To me, that's what Dramoka's command was, which is like, add a counter and we're going to fight.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's literally what the text was, was put a muscle, counter on a creature, right. and fight a creature.
0: <laughs> it was absurdly good, also. Yes, you did it uh, yeah, so
1: to Avicen when you gave all your stuff indestructible. So then, like, if you even w- even if you were going to lose the fight, you definitely were not losing the fight. Right. Actually, you could also flip your avison that way. I know people did that all the time, too. In response to a trigger, within all the stack, you get one of your creatures to fight another creature. The creature, Your creature dies. You give all the rest of your stuff indestructible, and then she flips at end step. Oh, that's... yeah. And then deals three to everything. And then becomes a six fly flyer. <laughs> that card was gross. I love that card.
0: Yeah. That that was a huge standard card. It's, it's
1: weird that she lost vigil. I mean, I guess it makes sense that she lost Vigilance when she flipped, but...
0: Yeah, she got angry.
1: Yeah, she got pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she'd get, like, first strike or something. Just,
0: oh, like, yeah. really, like, fuck her up. Because it was just, like, a bigger creature, right? No yeah, she'd a
1: 6-5 red angel that uh, uh, dealt three to stone everything.
0: <laughs> right. I
1: think it was each player, each opponent. took
0: Oh, team. yeah, I think it, maybe it was each player, too. She was very angry.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, hell, she cleaned up games, that's for sure.
0: Oh, oh yeah. And this was, like, bank company days, too, so a bunch of crappy creatures. On uh, you the ship, just cocoed like... into her.
1: Or no, you can't cocoa. in she's four. Never mind.
0: Well, you you played it both in the same deck though. You just that was your five drop, and then you played cocoa in, in reflector mage. Oh my
1: god, card so good that I got banned.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: And even now, if you look at it, it's probably not even that
0: good. <laughs> good. <laughs> no, yeah, it, that card was so good in its time though.
1: Well, back in, in, in a format day. where like bombs were actually prevalent, like just big dumb bombs, like that card just set you back so hard. Oh yeah, it was like pay five for this bomb, and they're like put it in your hand. You can't cast the next turn. Ah, okay,
0: I guess we're done. Although I had someone like reflect Mage by torrential gear hulk. I was like, Perfect. oh, then you just cast it on their turn, right? I was, I was like actively wanted that to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've had people do that where they do it to a flash creature, and it's always really awkward. Also, like the wording on it because if you cocoa on your opponent's turn, like. They can't like I don't know. It's weird because the timing on it. I do think for this set, now that I'm thinking about it, by the way, that we should do a best card of the set because I think it's between two cards.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we can do that.
1: Well, I mean, I, well, like, we did
0: that last time. We did that last time too. We, we, did, we what did we, we do that for? Yeah, I said it was beside Jew. Oh,
1: you it... did. I still yeah. think it's probably now close between the Wanderer and beside Jew.
0: Maybe, um, and then Ottawa too is it has like, is really good. Yeah. Right, wider, a little bit wider of a card is Ottawa. i got just play too. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, they all do. I, I think like I think it's between those three cards, Besaidu, Ottawa, and Wandering Emperor for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I think the Wandering Emperor is going to take off as much as she did. No, yeah, we kind of missed on that one. It's a, it's pretty, it pretty. Good.
1: We definitely didn't say she was bad. We said she was good. We just both didn't think that she was going to be like the powerhouse she is right now
0: yeah right i didn't put it in the banana tier as it should be
1: yeah no i thought i thought she was unique and i thought she was good but i definitely didn't think that she was gonna be like i play like like i've said before i play a lot of historic right now and like historic standard fucking anything pioneer like she's everywhere right i told everybody when we were at scg i was like man i'm gonna attack with a stream room guy so my opponent's gonna like flash her in and eat it and i'm gonna be really pissed off about it (laughs) like yeah
0: exile your undying creature and i'm gonna start crying your least favorite word in that deck is or when they exile it yes yeah all right let's continue Uh, yeah so endless detour also the bank colors uh i got
1: that card that was my promo
0: there's a promo that's a pretty good one uh owner of targets so Bant for an instant the owner of target spell non-land permanent or card in graveyard may put it on top or bottom of their library or puts it on top of the on the top or bottom so it's kind of one of the rare like it's aether like effect where uh, does it doesn't counter a spell it just moves it uh it's also a
1: regrowth for you because you can do it to you, yourself yes yeah i hate the wording on it <laughs> i don't know it just seems wrong
0: yeah i mean it kind of what you have to do i guess
1: yeah no I, I it's correct it's just it looks wrong
0: yeah i have a friend who's like really high on this he's playing four color omnath and um i just don't think it's don't think it goes in that deck i think it's like a good card but i think it's it's a it's a control card where and i don't even know if it's that good honestly because it, it is three mana um but i guess it does get around caverned uh protected titans or whatever And it's kind of annoying where if they have to, if you have to put it on top or something, especially like if you summoners like. And to be fair, like I I pack for a Titan and just like have a few mana, and then you force me to put it back on top. It's it's a huge tempo play because I can't play it for two turns, basically. So maybe it might be okay. Yeah. I, I think it has to. I don't there. know. I it, like that.
1: I don't know. I'm super... I'm super... Yeah, <laughs> <man> on it. <laughs>
0: Honestly. Yeah.
1: I think it's okay. I don't think it's, like, the worst thing ever.
0: Yeah. I know, like, some blue white whitelists... I know they played a breeding pool for a sideboard veil summer. So, the mana is kind of already sort of there. But I don't think, like, it's it's a great, like... I guess like you do sideboard Aethergust, but I I don't know. I this almost seems like the application a little bit wider, so it's almost main deckable and just be boarded out if it's not good. Or it's slow. I don't know. Yeah, I get ya. Yeah. Um and the last one I have is uh it's in the band colors. It's Rego Streetwise Mentor. This is the legendary cat citizen creature. I pulled you one. You're welcome. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> it costs triple white and likewise you can pay green or blue for one of the whites. Uh, it is with the shield counter on it so next time it will be dealt damage or destroyed you'd said you just remove the shield counter from it. And whenever you attack a player Planeswalker with one or more creatures with power one or less draw a card. To me I think of this like a white weenie card maybe a top end to it where you just have a bunch of small creatures and it just kind of allows you to keep uh redrawing and it protects itself. So I thought this card was pretty pretty good.
1: Yeah, I think it's okay. It kinda reminds me of like uh what's that card from like Dominaria the like one power creatures as creatures with uh, power one or less can't be blocked. It's like uh I don't remember his name, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh
0: power one or less can't be lo- I I actually don't. You don't know what I'm talking about? Did you never play Dominaria? I not standard. Yeah, I'm looking it up too. But that, that was kind of my my thought was I thought it was pretty, uh, like like to me it's it's it, to me it's a triple white card and white weenie and maybe a top end, uh, where you just like attack with your 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 small creatures and then it has uh, it, it allows you to draw cards.
1: Try to find this card.
0: Yeah, I am too.
1: Tetsuko Umazawa Fugitive. Two mana, one three creatures you control with power or toughness more or less can't be blocked.
0: What set was that? Dominaria. Uh, power toughness. Yeah, the a blue card. I said it was blue. You said did uh, you know what? Doesn't matter. I said. I, I okay. I thought I thought it was white. I thought you said it was white. No,
1: it was definitely not white. It's a blue card.
0: All right, so Azorius Weenie. Okay.
1: Azorius Weenie. <laughs> well, you can't because well, I guess Thalia would be unblockable too, huh? Because she has toughness. The uh, toughness one. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's interesting. Yeah. Maybe oh, that's kind of interesting. So you just give unblockable noodles, and this one in would <laughs> enable it to draw a guard.
1: Unblockable noodles. That sounds yeah.
0: mortifying. Okay, um, I want no
1: part in your of, of your unblockable noodles.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So so that was all. That that's all I have for the 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 tricolor cards. Uh, d- did you? No. What, yeah. That's anything? it. There wasn't
1: any. Like they're cool. There are some that are cool. Right, like unique, but there's none that are like, oh man, if you don't buy out this card, you're gonna get hoed. I think like the one that has the highest upside is probably that Void Ren card.
0: Oh, the 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 uh the Vindicated Instant Speed, the, the Instant Speed Vindicate, yeah,
1: just because Pioneer and uh Standard and all that.
0: Yeah, I think the Jun Charm uh is interesting. It's removal or it's uh card advantage and torment script. Like each mode seems pretty okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that the rare like just has the random chance that you just one day be like, "Damn, I wish I bought into that rare." But right. everything has like seven thousand printings anyway, so it's
0: kind of hard to right. to call it. Yeah, this is a good like honorary commander set. Like these tri- three colors. Oh, this is definitely Go. a commander set. right. And there's commander. There is like actual commander uh, cards or decks coming out soon. I yeah, believe. for each house. Just, yeah, that'll be that'd be cool. I might want to look into those.
1: Yeah, I am probably gonna buy one. They look really cool.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh so just go back to uh base colors, uh, Wuburg, and then gold colorless. Yeah, we're back home. Back home, okay. Uh I believe yeah, these so I so we'll go through the cards that we think are interesting. Um and like before, if Cole will make a correction if he thinks I missed something he'll call me an idiot and uh, we'll talk over uh, about that card but uh, my so my list starts with one of the, the more interesting cards it's Elspeth's Res, uh, Resplendent it's 3 white white for a 5 loyalty Elspeth Planeswalker uh, plus 1 ability choose up to 1 target creature put a 1-1 one, one counter and either a flying first strike lifelink or vigilance counter on it so pump up a dude basically The minus three ability, look at the top seven cards. You may put a permanent card, mana value three or less, on the battlefield with a shield counter on it. Uh, And the ultimate, the minus seven ability, is create five three three flying angels. White flying angels. I personally didn't think it was... uh, I I don't think this this cracks modern, because it's a five mana planeswalker. And does it protect itself you do get like a three drop permanent with a shield counter which that's kind of interesting
1: i mean she technically can't protect herself with the minus
0: that's true i guess it is you do get a permanent too so if you um let's think like you could get three fairy and put a shield counter on it too so it that's kind of interesting i guess like i didn't consider like this other permanent with a shield counter on it
1: i don't think she's insane i think she's okay yeah. I don't really think any of the planeswalkers in this set, besides one of them, is uh, <laughs> is really crazy. I definitely right. think one of them is a lot stronger than the. Uh... Uh, but yeah, this one I probably on the list because it, it, it's a
0: planeswalker. It's Elspeth.
1: I mean, she she is good. I mean, the minus, like you said, like you know, think of it in that route where you put a three fairy into play that you have to kill it twice, essentially.
0: Right. True. 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 And they're good. Just three mana value planeswalkers, and even just like creatures, they're still pretty decent ones. Oh yeah, I guess it. I guess it. it you know, it actually does protect itself with that. Like, you know, get that well, right. you can what whiff. We're talking about. Yeah, you could whiff. It only looks it, at five, right? It looks at seven cards. Oh, it looks at
1: seven yeah, it's the hard to whiff.
0: Yeah, and it's you are getting a permanent too, so it's like the floor is like you do. It does ramp you, I guess. That's the worst. Like that's not very good for five mana, but it it will find something, I guess. Even if yeah. it's not very good. Um, I guess the plus, too, it's, like, it's kind of interesting. Like, you just give give a creature, like, maybe that, like, a 2-3, like, a Reflector Mage, you just give it, make it 3-4, like, Life Linker or something. That could be really good. Like, if you're, if you're winning, you can win more, I guess. That's kind of it. You can win more. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I want to bring that one up. Uh, next one I had... Uh, oh, anything else with that one? No, that's it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it that much. Next is Extraction Specialist. This one is super interesting. It's two and a white for a 3-2 human rogue with lifelink. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, return a creature card with mana by two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. It can't attack or block as long as you control this creature. It just seemed really good to me. I don't know what that... What that card it would grab, but it seemed pretty, uh,
1: well, so I'm gonna think about it this way like, for like historic pioneer humans, I
0: okay. mean, you, you can get back a uh, Thalia's Lieutenant off of it, true, right, 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 yeah, that's that's one of my first thoughts too. Was that's a really good two drop to grab, could also get meddling mage back because we you don't care about the the power toughness on metal made you care about what it's turning off
1: or i guess for pioneers and pioneer's sake whatever the silver quill cool
0: guy is oh sure yeah so if that thing's a 3-2 you kind of want that thing to attack right yeah that's true even like kai self-rebooter just steal another car uh,
1: boots scoot and boogie yeah
0: <laughs> right um also i guess like i don't know there, there's some unique
1: things you can get back with it
0: yeah, it it the, the, that text is just really strong. I I think there could definitely be home. Yeah, guard. I definitely
1: didn't. I definitely didn't look at this card. I need to look at it more. There's a lot of cool stuff you probably can get back with
0: it. Right. There's probably yeah. There's probably stuff I'm missing too. Like yeah, honestly, like you
1: could uh, for I guess like a pseudo reanimator deck in historic, you can get back the priest. True. The two drop yeah. priest that kills her that kills herself to get back something.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. Because you don't, because you don't care about living that long. You, just, you need to untap. Well, I mean,
1: yeah. Well, you don't attack with it either. So you just want to get it back and then, uh, you know, crack it again, get back some other big dumb creature.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I didn't think about this card.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I got another one. Uh, it's Gaida, Gaida, Font of, font of Hope. Uh, one in white for a two-two legendary angel with. Flying of Vigilance, each other angel you control enters with a battlefield with additional plus one plus one counter on it for each angel you are your control, and it has a, a activated ability: to tap, add white, use this mana only to cast angel spells. I I also thought like I think this card is gross. You think it's gross? Okay, I think I she's it was pretty good. I
1: think she's gross. <laughs> like so, I don't know about Pioneer. I don't know how many angels are legal in that format that are worth it. But in historic, you have a lot of angels. Like they made a fucking arena angel that like already puts plus one counters on other angels. Right. So like now you have this. Right.
0: Like oh god. It's so nice. It, it, you you always attack. For, you know it has flying, which is a really good keyword in magic. It's also
1: a mana dork for some reason.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's you play this on two, and then the next turn you play a four drop angel after you attack with this one.
1: Yeah, you can play Avicen on their turn, like... Oh, yeah. Like, godly.
0: Yeah, I thought this card was really, really dope. This card, card is gross, gross as hell. Uh, Next one I have is Patch Up. This one uh, is really strong text. It's two and a white for a sorcery. Return up to three target creature cards with total mana value, three or less from the graveyard to the battlefield.
1: Oh, yeah, I do like that card.
0: Yeah, I... The dream, I guess, is like you're at six and you just bring back three death shadows. Um, it, it's nice if you have like good good early pressure and then they they verdict you and you just like all right, I'm getting all of them back or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I don't quite know. Like it, like it reads really strong to me. I think it just it reads really strong.
1: It's me. weird that White's been getting a lot of like, like random reanimating spells. Lately. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is the second one we talked about in this set alone. Yeah. It's like it it, it. it seems like it's always restricted by the mana value to an, to some extent. So you just have to get little ones. Those are like where it's where we care in modern. It's like it's strong, cheap creatures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even just like get back Tarmogoyf and A Raggles. Yeah, Tarmogoyf Raggles is good. It's like there's so many good just cheap creatures. Um, yeah. And then Mimnite, too. So that's three creatures. <laughs> you can get
1: back four midnight's with this. No,
0: only up to three. I only <laughs> up to three, never mind. <laughs> Damn
1: it. I couldn't get back four midnight's for Ornithopters.
0: Just get my whole graveyard. Right. I did kind of think about this like Esper, like or not Esper, like a, a white Death Shadow deck. Where, um, where you get back uh, Ranger Captain. Oh, yeah, you could, can, yeah, you
1: get back Ranger Captain with it.
0: Right. Yeah. That seemed pretty, pretty good. uh and cole that's actually all i have for the white color um
1: uh i'm looking real quick yeah i think the halo fountain's okay i think it's unique but i don't think it's like crazy
0: yeah yeah i don't think it's terrible that good oh i didn't even include the limousine it no, yeah, so have
1: include- the limousine actually was really really annoying so like i it did surprise me in that aspect right
0: right oh the, the i put my uh my bant uh creature in limo
1: and then you got the, it back
0: uh the opponent scooped before i got to continue doing dope shit with it yeah i was just, just gonna
1: put it back into play rat the board essentially
0: right it was yeah i was gonna when it attacked it's just basically exile two creatures because the the bank guy or the bank card and this one will exile two cards up to two I was well, ahead on board, like way ahead on board. Anyway, yeah. I you was... just
1: take. You could literally just take. Uh, like their creature. That doesn't matter. That you could just get off the level anyway. So then take like their bigger creature under the other guy.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a cool card. It was. It will fun to have. I don't think I'll ever play it again. But it no, was fun never.
1: Fun. Never in a million years. But it was cool though.
0: Yeah. It, it was cool. Yeah. I got the foil one. I should probably dump it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure it's gonna be worth an infinite amount of money. It,
0: it could be worth dollars that dollar it looks like okay yeah but nothing else for white for me um let's go to blue all right uh start, starting with an offer you can't refuse this is the blue that says counter target non-creature spell it's good for creates two treasure tokens this one is talked about quite a bit and we and we certainly saw it at pre-release too a few times
1: yeah i mean at an uncommon yeah
0: right Uh, I didn't think about it. It took me a while to think about this, but um, I did like this could be a if so. I'm a you know, a degen combo deck where it's like you need different colored mana and you happen to have blue mana or something. This you can cast some sort of uh, free spell or a zero drop and counter it, and then just get two treasure tokens. So I don't know what that combo deck looks like, but you just you know cast a zero drop, counter it with blue mana, and you have two treasure tokens. So it, it is a ritual effect. Yeah, pseudo ritual, yeah. Right. So I thought this might be kind of interesting. It's also cheap, which you would probably... You, there are probably times where you just don't care about the amount of mana... Like, if you're playing combo combo.deck, you don't care about your opponent's stuff too much. Like, you don't care that they have, like, 10 power of Tarmogoyfs if you're trying to just straight up win the game. But this could, like... Like you, you'd be okay like countering a Thoughtseize because your spell, your your cards in hand are more important than the amount of mana they can generate themselves. So it has like actually use it, and uh, and then it could be part of the the, the combo pieces to win the game. Whether it be like add a, spend a mana, add two mana, now I have Thoughtseize Oracle and I already drew my deck or something like that. You know that that was my kind of my thoughts yeah like maybe i can wish you're getting at, yeah yeah that was kind of my thought too and it does have just relevant mid-game text so that's why th- so it got better for me when i thought about it that way i think it's okay i, don't,
1: I mean being even just a one-mana counter spell like that really just gives your opponent two mana could be
0: really good for combo decks right uh and i think like the, i guess the obvious comparison is swan song which yeah i mean yeah because Swan song is restrictive Right, and you but the like a swan is way worse. A two two flying swan, a bird token is way worse than two treasure tokens. If we're just compare on that basis,
1: well, I think it, I think that's format dependent too. Because like in modern, you know, giving your opponent like more mana doesn't really matter. Yeah, in yeah. this game, but like in Pioneer, there's a lot of higher end like decks that are trying to play bigger mana spells. So like a bird might be. A little easier to deal with. Yeah, that's true. And then, you're putting it out, like,
0: Omnast banned, right? Not in Pioneer. Oh, he's not in Pioneer. Mm-mm. Gross. Yeah. Although it doesn't. It's not. It, Omnath's not in the best decks right now. Like well, I mean, there's no. It. There's there's one fetch legal in the format. No, there's a lot more now.
1: The no, Brent <laughs>
0: <laughs> The Gate of Life. Game five wilds. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Fable Pass is the only real fetch lead That's true. Uh, so yeah, the offer, I think it could be a pretty, pretty interesting card in, in like the Gen combo decks. Yeah. I think like almost like not, not strictly ad nauseum, but that almost similar to that deck basically. Yeah.
1: An all in combo deck kind of.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, next I have is another blue instant card. It's slip out the back. It's, uh, blue for an instant, put a one, one counter on target creature. It phases out. The reason I had this on my list is uh, for my pet deck, Lotus Field in Pioneer. We play March of Swirling Sands. That's the blue and X phase out that many creatures, basically. Yeah. Uh to me, that basically the the cards we want to phase out uh, against the against this deck is like on the Great Revel, Archon of Emeria, uh, even Winoda because you know we can't we don't want three triggers to go off stuff like that there are there always seems like there's a card that we want to phase out and that's when we bring in march of swirling sands i i think that's right i think that's the name the yeah. blue march but
1: or even like that, thalia stuff like that
0: thalia yeah yeah there yeah a few few different hate bears to me this card uh we're so we're playing march i think this is just a better march personally well march hits multiple things it has multiple things, but to me, it's like we just care about what the one card. Like March can obviously could work as a fog if you have like additional mana or something. Well, I mean, but the other thing about March is you can pitch cards out of your hand. No, that's true. But but back, to, but I would say if in my scenario, yes, like you said, you can just t- turn off multiple creatures. What is always to me that makes with like lotus field specifically you'll have you'll play the lotus field then you'll play your thespian stage and and kind of the more normal games you have access to a single mana when you go for the copy so that's when like mystical dispute was like we'd play that where it's like all right tap for three dispute it and the other two mana copy it it's like costing a single mana i think is super high impact versus march uh where it costs you know Maybe a little bit more mana or a card or two to kinda of deal with the board. Yeah. So that's that's why I thought this costing a single mana was, was really good. And maybe I'm just like a little short sighted on that, but to me it's also like it's just the one creature that we care about, like Eidolon, Archon, these other cards.
1: I just think the thing though is that they're like some of these decks do play Archon and Thalia. And it's like that if they get the position for that, both of them out. Then, you
0: know. That's true. That's when this card is a little short. Yeah, that's for sure.
1: But I definitely, I definitely get where you're getting at. Like, I'm right? Not, yeah. I think both have their both have their um, like pluses to them.
0: Right. Yeah, and, and I t- I brought this up in the in a Discord with uh, Brian Cook's Discord. He said he did think it was quite good enough. I, I kind of, res- I still think this might be a card I want access to in the post-board games just to phase out whatever is the scary card. But we'll, like, well, I may be wrong, but we'll see. I, I def- it may be not, like, this is all still a good card, and, um it could see play, like, in those same spots, too, I think.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. And we do not care about the 1-1 counter for what's worth, too. Like, it doesn't. Just- that's not real text. Thalia being it's... a three-two. Uh, damn, Grazer doesn't get the free block anymore.
1: However, will I win this game?
0: Yeah. Um. Actually, that's the only. Um... No, blue
1: was real weak. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I. I guess like I had witness protection also, and I was like, that's not a good card. It just blue removal. It's, it's funny. Like, it is funny. I want to get a token for legitimate business person. i will be like two kids at church code or something like that. Yeah, that's... no,
1: I want that so bad. That's so fucking funny.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I had nothing else for blue. It was
1: kind no, of No, I I think like I know I know cut your losses is a card that people talked about for a minute.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of mana.
1: Yeah. But you do get a big payoff for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: Like it ain't it's not like it's
0: small. Right, it just—it's also like a mill card that doesn't just like end the game either. It's like, I guess like you can mill yourself. That's kind of interesting. Oh, you could—you know—you could do that. I—I—I I, I, I don't know what that deck is. You know? Oh, got another one. Disdainful stroke. That's a good card. Oh, I hear, <laughs> I hear. So, it, it, right. It's a brand
1: new card that actually just came out of this set. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Two mana counter, CMC four up.
0: It's fucking wild. You're right. I don't think the art is as good as other disdainful strokes, so I think I'll pass on it. You don't think this art's as good as other D stroke art? Right. Eh, I think it's okay. Uh, it's fine.
1: I mean, D stroke has like 17 printings, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> You
0: yeah, have a yeah, lot sure. to
1: choose from, honestly.
0: Oh, for sure. Okay. Uh, to black, I have, to start us off, I have Extract the Truth. It's two mana, a one in a black. Uh, choose a mode. Uh, opponent reveals their hand. You may choose a creature enchantment or planeswalker from it. That player discards that card or they sacrifice the enchantment. To me, the 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 clause that puts this a little bit over the top is opponent sacks enchantment. They love giving black that now for some some reason. Yeah, they they added that effect to the color pie and they're just sneaking it in kind of like in these type of cards. Like yeah. it's kind of it's kind of funny. Because it's like it's a second enchantment, so you know, if they have two enchantments, they pick the worst one or whatever. Um, but it also but it also had the other half as a discard spell, like a have kind of a mediocre discard spell. But just the fact it had enchant- a sack and enchantment it seemed interesting to me. But I I don't think it gets there.
1: No, yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah. I don't know. Multiple mode cards are always pretty good. So. Right. Yeah. I, I always like them. There was the uh one that was the it was three mana. It was player the you know, sacker creature. Or, like, the Thought Not Seer trigger, where, like, d- exile a card from hand. I, that was a old. That was a few years ago. But I was like, I liked having both modes. Yeah. That made the card inter- card good to me. Uh, Next on my list is Shakedown Heavy. Two and a black for a 6-4 Menace. When Shakedown Heavy attacks, the defending player may have you draw a card. If they do, untap Shakedown Heavy and remove it from combat. To me, this kind of just feels like a, it may hardly ever get in there, but it it does kind of have a, allow you to draw a card or a few times, maybe even up to a few times if you, they can't deal with it.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think it's okay. Yeah.
0: I just think it's okay. I, I do like big, uh, dumb black idiots basically. Yes. Yeah. Um. Next card I have, actually, this is the last black card I have. It's young Tasker, Tenacious Underdog. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say the best black card in the set. Right, yeah.
0: It's a yeah, one in black card's gross. Yeah, one in a black for a three two. Uh and it has blitz, so two black black, pay two life. And blitz is basically uh dash, but instead of returning to hand at the end step, it would be sacrifice. And when it does die, draw a card. If it dies, however it dies. Uh, this also says you can cast it from your graveyard using its bliss ability. So you just keep getting in there and keep drawing cards.
1: You have something keep... to always do. And the fact that it draws cards, too, is just so gross.
0: Yeah, it's really, really good. I, yeah, I think this card's actually pretty strong. Oh, like, I think it makes uh,
1: the model black Aggro deck in Pioneer a lot better.
0: I think it does, too. Yeah.
1: Like, 2-mana 3-2 on the front that becomes a 4-mana 3-2 Hasty is, like... That draws a card
0: every turn it's so, right so good for them and you're yeah, you're probably gonna be aggressive enough where your life total doesn't matter or no, it's like yeah, not you, a huge yeah you're gonna have like knight of even legion out anyways and... right yeah and, and yeah you keep drawing cards yeah this card i think is actually not only is like black doesn't have a lot of cards but this card seems really strong
1: well a lot of the main deck kalitas now too so that that is a way to stem that
0: right yeah yeah for sure this
1: card is so good yeah i will be surprised if it doesn't see play honestly
0: I, I think I will, too. In, 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 like, that Pioneer deck you just you were just talking about.
1: I think it's standard, too. I think there's probably an aggro deck in standard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or historic that, like, could really utilize this card.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Cole, that's actually all I have for the black. I
1: know people talked about Body Launderer. So it connives, and then when it dies, return another target non-rogue creature card with equal power or lesser power from your graveyard to the battlefield.
0: You know, I just saw Moni's tweet about this card. He said he thought it might actually be okay at Yawgmoth. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it does get a, it gets Yawgmoth back. Uh, lesser power, yeah, it does. Might have to give me some body launderers. Yeah, maybe we missed one. Yeah, I you know I th- I made my list maybe like a week ago, so. Uh there like this card I probably would have added if I made the list today. Yeah, this it could be really good. And yeah, Yoggmoth can just have bad cards at hand, so maybe just uh get oh, it. Well yeah, but also
1: just stuff like stuff. having the effect of like uh, cause Yoggmoth dies and you're like, well shit and it's like, okay, well I get it back and it's a four four death touch, so they eventually have to deal deal with it.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Or it can be a four four death touch.
0: Yeah. is when you discard a
1: non land, right?
0: yes that's been on land yeah
1: oh and it's whenever another non-token creature you control dies you connive that's
0: it, really really good
1: it's not when it enters <laughs> i thought it was when it enters wait grist has no pa- grist is a one one too uh yes grist is a one one everywhere that's
0: not the battlefield yeah so you just like reanimate grist this
1: card's gross i might have to give me some
0: yeah okay yeah i'm be uh i have been persuaded
1: <laughs> card card is gross i don't think it's the best black card though i definitely still think tenacious underdog is
0: right actually I do you have one more black card too oh uh, my god
1: don't don't do it is it is it above e- th- 15 mana no or, it's not above it it's it is it is 15 mana. <laughs> yeah damn it i bet if it was exactly yeah okay yeah
0: it's just real quick it's uh shadow mortality it's 13 black and black if your if your life total is less than your starting life total, it costs X less to cast, where X is the difference. So it could be as cheap as black black if you have seven life. Um, it, like we Cole, we talked about this yesterday. Uh, we thought um, it goes into the the calibrated the, blast deck. Ca, cal, yeah, I was, I was I was almost there. It goes in calibrated blast deck as a way to deal fifteen damage black black it's just a creature that could maybe close out the game well yeah they can they can at
1: least cast it (laughs) right they can cast it a lot of the other cards in their deck are uncastable
0: oh oh yeah yeah it's uh, like the fact that it's just 15 mana value is the only reason like that's the only text
1: yeah uh, and it has a it has a it's 15 mana and it has something it could it could do like you you can't just cast that card
0: right if you're casting this card like you may not win anyway but it is well, I mean, 7-7
1: seven is hard, seven hard to get rid of, and, like, you can't Prismatic Ending it.
0: True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they have to just uh, exile base removal to get rid of it, really. Well, I mean,
1: Solitude is the highest played card in modern right now, so I mean... Right, yeah. It, it's, it's there. It's, it's not there. like it's impossible to get rid of those cards. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got for black, but still decent. Like, the last two cards are pretty interesting to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next, all right, so now we're on to red. The yep. uh, first card I have is Goldhound. Uh, this is red for a 1-1 with First Strike and Menace. Also has tap Sacrifice, Goldhound, add one mana of any color. So we kind of see this sometimes, too. Like in, in like the red color, it's like Sacrifice this thing to add a mana. So this does it is kind of a rip. It's, it's like Strike It Rich, kind of. Okay. Uh, where you get additional mana
1: yeah yeah I think it's okay. I didn't actually think about this card i i yeah. I got two of it and sealed I never played them
0: yeah it's yeah i I'm strictly thinking of like the 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 text of every where else is not very interesting, but it's basically a treasure token that suspend one treasure
1: well i mean it's a it's a first strike of one one so I mean it does block well,
0: yeah that's true,
1: yeah nice ragaman nerd. <laughs> Well, I mean, just even just in general, and it's a menace creature, so it does get through.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: pretty that there's so many keywords on it, but
0: right, yeah. But we we certainly see decks like this where it's like we need they need different mana, and this one is it is a treasure token like later too. Yeah. If you if you need to close out the game, so I, I like this card quite a bit.
1: Definitely sold me on it. I'll give you that.
0: Okay. Oh, I oh the card that should have said before I put it in the wrong spot, but it's okay it's devilish valet it's two in a red for a one three devil warrior with trample and haste when other creature enters the battlefield under your control double devilish valet's power until end of turn so we briefly talked about this yesterday
1: cole the valet I, i'm trying to find it
0: oh oh yeah, 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 yeah. i see it yeah yeah so i did i thought this card was bad until someone said you know rally the ancestors x equals three with a bunch of creatures i was like oh this card's good or it fits in that style of deck. Oh where... yeah, you mentioned it earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I didn't yeah, know cause... what card
1: you were talking about when you were, when you brought that up, but now I see. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. This card, where it just uh, if you have five creatures, it's uh, thir- it's a thirty-two-three. Hey man, I just want <laughs> I just want rally to be good, so you know. This I mean, this is a good payoff for it. Like yeah, if you have five creatures, it's thirty-two power with yeah. trample, so it could just it could just win that way. Maybe uh the card we just went over, Goldhound, might be in that too, because you sacrifice it, goes to the graveyard, adds a mana. So that yeah, that might be part of the deck too.
1: True. I mean they're already gonna play like blister pod and stuff or whatever.
0: Right, yeah. And
1: Zoolaport.
0: Yeah, there 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 may be something here, Cole. Probably uh, Pioneer.
1: Uh definitely Pioneer. Definitely probably yeah.
0: not gonna be in modern yeah. deck. <laughs> right. You're right. Yeah, probably not. Uh, next I have, uh, this is a card I pulled from pre-release, did not play it, it's Jaxus the Troublemaker, it's four and a red, a lot of text here, uh, legendary creature, uh, two, three, it has red, tap, discard a card, create a token that's t- a copy of another target creature you control, it gains haste and, uh, the blitz text, uh, when the it just creates die, a blitz card. copy. Right, and then it, you can pay blitz, or one and red to blitz it, so... To blitz one in red two, three haste and get sacrificed the end step, and it went to dice, draw a card. So, also like this, it's one red Uh, to blitz it, then red again, and tap this and discard a card to make a token of another creature. So, I don't the fact that you have to discard a card doesn't mean you just it's not. It's not a effect or anything like that because that it's just an expensive effect. Yeah. yeah I like think if you if you blink this too, I th- I think it loses haste, but I I don't know.
1: If you blink Jax, Jaxus, uh, the
0: the Blitz Jaxus.
1: Yeah,
0: he would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't. Have, it, he doesn't have haste naturally. Right. Right. Okay. That's that's that was my understanding. So. I I have to think a little bit harder if like this is actual a combo finisher, but it, like still it's kind of interesting. It's yeah I don't know. It seemed cool.
1: I, I like it. I, I think it's definitely a unique card. When I first saw it, I, I was kind of sold on it. I thought it was cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of like as I'm processing it more, it seems a little bit harder to emit imagine where it goes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I not not a chance in hell would I yeah. be able to tell anyone where this card goes in any format.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So next, professional facebreaker. It's a I great lo- name. I love
1: that name. I was just looking at that card.
0: Yeah, three mana for a two-three uh, creature with menace. Whenever one or more creatures you control deals combat damage, uh, create a treasure token, and you can sacrifice a treasure to exile the top card of your library. You may play it this turn. I guess, like, I guess I don't like it as much as I thought, but I guess, like, you play this, you attack with a creature that can get that can deal damage, and you either get mana or you get card draw out of it as long as face breakers around. Yeah, I guess it's also non-legendary, so if you play this, it's not embarrassing to play the second one because you'll get two treasures, and or or up to two cards from it too. So yeah, okay, it stacks pretty well. Oh yeah, I guess I, I guess I'm okay with it. Yeah, 2-3 Menace also isn't bad. That's true. He Yeah, he can definitely get in there. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Kind of.
1: I, I don't know where I'm at, but I'm in.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, Last red card I have is probably the, the coolest card. Herbrask. Hell Heredic, yeah, the coolest card. <laughs> Five mana for a 4-4 with haste. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. You may play it this turn. At the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, the next time they would draw a card this turn, instead they exile the top card of the library. They may play it this turn. So, this only... Effectively, this this stops their draw step and they exile instead. And then they can play it from the exile zone, basically. So, if it's like counterspell, it's hilarious. And uh, (laughs) they can't really do much with it. Um, It does at least neuter that. Like it does at least stop them from drawing a card,
1: essentially. Right, yeah. Cause your deck's gonna be built around like Yeah, I mean if you're playing Herbat, you're probably like a creature deck or something, and you're just like this is your top end.
0: Right, yeah, I would say so too.
1: Oh no, I like him. <laughs> yeah, I like it too. I I don't think I I definitely think he's the weakest of the Predators that we've gotten so far.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd say so too.
1: But it's hard to compete with Jin Kataxias and Vorinclex
0: right <laughs> yeah that's true Borkwax
1: literally like broke standard for a little bit and oh. was hella plated pioneer
0: oh oh yeah for sure
1: and then Jyn is still kind of finding this home right now
0: yeah yeah I still see it sneak up and like brawl and stuff like that it's like that—that's it kind of is a I win the game kind of card yeah uh, that's actually all I have for red um, did you see anything that maybe I'm undervaluing
1: uh, No, red red didn't have a whole lot of crazy stuff in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one I I started brewing right away, so we're in green now. It's bootlegger stashed. It's five in a green. You started brewing for this card? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> but I was thinking about it. Uh, but bootlegger stashed is five in a green for artifact. Lands it gives the ability or lands get the ability tap create a treasure token. So I was thinking this it's almost a time sieve. Yes, and if you have enough lands, you just go infinite. You have infinite turns. I think it's, kind of. They get
1: six lands, so it should be enough.
0: Yeah, if you get six, yeah, if you have, if, if you're, you're not get, cheating this in a play, you, will you start, have.
1: A... You will start netting mana as well.
0: Right. Yeah, you'll have. You'll yeah you you get as many turns as you have cards, and yeah you'll have uh, pseudo infinite mana too. Uh, by the last turn or whatever. Yeah, I mean, effectively, you probably just win the game. Like, all right, I have I, you. You pick up your library. I have this many turns. I'm adding mana at the worst. You know, um, d- hopefully, you can find a win from there. Yeah, the deck I, I with this, it, it was all like, like deck brew. Dot uh, one point zero was like Emery, other artifacts, a growth spiral. It was. I, I'll admit, it probably wasn't. Probably didn't get there. And then had like. Uh, a few like two pactum negations like maybe one or two vela summers and uh, Thass, and Thass's oracle as the final win con basically My lord i well yeah, i don't know man i tried yeah no i gotta give you credit you did yeah i probably failed too but i did try definitely further than i would have yeah yeah eventually i was i was like i was like man i'm gonna wait for better brewers to do it because i'm not known to be a good brewer i don't i I don't think of myself as a brewer i just like i guess like if i'm a brewer or tuner i think i'd rather i'm more of a tuner of improving a deck slightly but i don't know that's all i got for this one but it seems like a strong effect i guess like the no i definitely
1: i mean it, it does technically ramp yes yeah I don't know. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a cool card when it gets spoiled. I was
0: like, "Oh, this is unique." Right. Uh, next one I have called. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Evolving door, two degrees oh for artifact. <laughs> it has uh, one tap sacrifice feature. Count the number colors of the sacrifice creature. Then search your library for that for a creature card that's exactly that many colors plus one. Exile and shuffle. You may cast the exile card. You can do only do this as a sorcery. Uh, so at sorcery speed, I, I I for some reason I thought it was do this. You may ex- cast that card without paying its mana cost. The old uh, Aetherworks. Unfortunately, and you were wrong. I was. Yep, yep. I was like, oh, you could blow up something and cast Coma uh, or something like two drop, like the two. That's two colors from a mana dork or something, and you can, but you have to have like that seven mana somewhere. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about this one, but like it's, it's a, it's a, it's pretty tough. <laughs> don't it's lie to me. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know. If someone like makes th- this card work, I'd want to see the deck because it seems, it would be like really cool, but I don't, I, I don't think it quite works. The best shell I could think of was almost like, uh mono green ramp that splash into hydroid crisis like that to me that was the best payoff like blow up a, a dork and then uh, you get a two two color card which is hydroid Crasis and you just put as much mana as you have in that and you'll gain live draw cards and you have a payoff and a win con like that's to me that's the best I can think of off the top of my head well you're thinking too hard uh, yeah okay all right next next card Okay, so this one's for me, actually. Titan of Industry. Yeah, Uh, I was waiting for us to get to this one. Yeah, I know. Uh, Four green, green, green for a 7-7 elemental creature. Reach and trample, and when this creature enters the battlefield, choose two. You can uh, naturalize, uh, destroy an artifact or enchantment. Target player gains five. Create a 4-4 green rhino warrior creature token, or put a shield counter on a creature you control so at first I was like I, I I was very dismissive of this like after f- I first read it and then I saw Fran say this might be okay to play as a singleton and then I kind of respected it more because he also said about Cultivator Colossus uh, which that took us like a lot of Titan players just dismiss that card at first glance and now it's like you, you play the first copy almost every time and maybe you play a second copy this would probably take one of those slots if it saw play. Like the modes are not outstanding, but they're like to me the best mode is seven toughness and it has reach basically. That's the most interesting thing to me. And the upside is just one, two of those modes too. Like the shield counter would give you a second block over a um or up to a second block of uh, Merc tide regent. You know, create another, it's like, it could be just 11, seven, 11 with stats, it, with the 4 4 Rhino. Gaining, the player gains 5 life, you can just kill a shadow in certain spots, uh, and kill Urza Saga or uh, Construct with the destroy target artifact enchantment. I thought this one might be okay, and it also does have a um,
1: Reach and Trample is really
0: really important on it, right? Yeah, right. and it shares the creature type with Endurance, uh, they're both elemental, so. Uh for cavernous souls if our green mana is taxed a little bit, it they they both work, I guess. If you care about uncounterable. So that's kind of nice too. That kind of upside we always like. I don't know. I think this card is really good for y'all. I think it is too. I think I'm gonna look for a I was asking a few people, like Do you get full town of industry. I was like, I want it. And no, as far as I know, no one no one uh cracked one. I'm looking at the cool art too, not the stupid art. And um and I'm still waiting on that, but I think I think I'll have the I'll buy the first copy. I probably will never need a second copy of this card. I don't think, and it just it, it's ha- it's a very different card that Cultivator Colossus too. Like they're not really comparable at all, except for the cost of mana. And well, they do very different yeah. things. So right, oh right, yeah yeah. So this one, like I was thinking, like this will never kill Blood Moon because if you have four and three green mana. Blood Moon doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> um, so that's kind of... that's that, I, felt was I mean, funny.
1: you never know what the situation is and all that. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, like, you know, what if they have, like, a bridge stall out kind of thing, and you're like, well, I want
0: to at them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. That, that could easily be the case. Or just, like, yeah, kill their Blood Moon now. Um, now I can play my Saga as a land, or I could just, like, play land and get Valakut triggers back you know stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, that could definitely be the case.
1: It is a good card. Yeah. I definitely think it's very good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, and I think yeah, this will find a home in Titan at least week 1, but it may, it may not it, does, it may just not stick around, but it may be actually be pretty good. Uh I have one more uh actually two more green cards. It's a good set for green. Uh Vivian on the Hunt it's a it's a lot of mana for uh, legendary Vivian Planeswalker. So four green green. That Cole learned team. that it was a minus one, not an ultimate. Right, no, it's ultimate. It's the, the yeah, mi- minus the one. Biggest... It's, it counts. <laughs> uh, so the first ability is you may sacrifice a creature. Search. Uh, it's basically Eldritch Evolution. Uh, find a creature with high, one man, That's one more Neo mana. Four. value. Neoform. Okay. Eldritch is two. Oh, you're one. right, right. Thank you. Yeah. So sac creature, you may uh find a creature with one more mana value put into play. The other uh that's a plus two, a plus one ability, mill five, then put any number of cre- cre- creature cards milled this way into your hand. Uh and the, finally the ultimate ability, the minus one, create a four four green rhino warrior creature token.
1: Card's so good. Well, Card yeah. a lot better. I don't know if it's like crazy, but card's a lot better. Yeah, That I gave it credit for. Uh,
0: yeah, it, yeah, it's pretty. I think it's pretty good. The the I wish it was ones, one less was mana. Good. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like no, just the Vivian play in Vivian green cheater
0: a... decks that I like. <laughs> just play in well, green.
1: Well, the Acoria Vivian, which is like way crazier than this card, was five mana, and its plus was make three threes.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So like, I don't know why this card is six mana.
0: Right. I want the plus two in the in the deck that this goes in. The plus two sh- needs to be really good.
1: Yeah, I mean the plus one's okay. Like you could draw three off of it.
0: Oh f- yeah, for sure. Uh, each mode's still pretty strong, which you would hope for in a in a six mana planeswalker. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought I thought this card was really cool. I definitely agree. Yeah. I think I think it's really unique. Yeah. Uh, the last green card I have is. I'm Duke curious for- what this is. The new Thraktusk. Uh Workshop Warchief, three green green. Oh. For five three rhino warrior with trample. It gains three life when it enters the battlefield. And when it dies, create a four-four green rhino warrior creature token. Also has Blitz for six mana, four green green, uh as well. So when someone said th- when they said Thraktus, I was like, yeah, Thractus only costs one green pip versus two here, so uh not for Tron. This is not new Thraktusk, I don't think, but it does see, it still seem pretty good, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, and having trample is
0: very important, too. Yeah, that for sure.
1: Well, a huge Even difference the... between the two of them is Swaggy is whenever it leaves the battlefield.
0: Oh, that's oh, that's true. Yeah. So, like, that's... if you flicker
1: Swaggy, you get the 3-3 off of
0: it. That... Right, yeah. Resto Angel, like, silly shenanigans deck. Or if they path
1: pick... the Swaggy. Right. I don't know. I still think this card's good.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And the blitz, uh, you, know, you kind of make it hasty and uh,
1: just throw it into your opponent. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think it's okay. Uh, so so a lot of green cards. But is there anything else that you thought I missed? No, we went over comment? everything.
1: I definitely forgot about Dusk or not. Yeah, not Thrack
0: Right. Yeah. Workshop. Work. Workshop. War chief. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny,
1: not thrak Thraggy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of going over it too. I think I covered everything I care about in green. Yeah, I just
1: double checked mine. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. So just uh, generic gold cards. Yeah, none of the guilds. Yeah, the first one I have. I don't think it's that good. I think you actually played it yourself. Yeah, you did. It's tainted indulgence. The blue black instant. Oh, draw the draw two. to not maybe pitch one. Yeah, if you have five mana values in your in your graveyard, you don't discard, uh, but typically you just draw two, discard one at instant speed. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I have to think about like. I was thinking like you hold it up Drown the Lock or something and this or something, and you could just like. Opt in whichever one. Right, and and you'd have to have like. You'd want to actively discard a card, really. I think in the deck that you play this for sure.
1: Well, I mean, if, you, if your mana value doesn't really separate anyways, like.
0: Right, yeah, right, exactly. But I just love this. It's like as, the fact that it's an instant, which is like way better than a sorcery. You can hold up counter magic, and if they do nothing, like, okay, well, I'll just do this instead. Yeah, I right. always like cards like that. I think it's okay. Yeah,
1: I saw it, it was fine.
0: Yeah, uh, next I have is a uh, oh, Fatal Grudge Black Red is a sorcery. Additionally, to, ca- uh, to cast this, sacrifice a Nonland permanent. Each opponent chooses a permanent who they control with that shares a type with the sacrifice permanent and sacrifices it, and it draws a card. Um, I think card's good. I like it. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, you could do that that token copy of Omnixless, sacrifice it, they're forced to sacrifice their own Planeswalker, and you draw a card.
1: Yeah, after you down-tick him or something. Right, yeah.
0: Yep, exactly. Yeah, it seemed like pretty strong text, and it replaces itself with the draw card. yeah. Yeah, I I thought this might be okay. Uh, Actually, the last uh, non-tricolor gold card, uh, you might have heard about this card. It's Omnixless the Adversary. (laughs) (laughs) Need. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So it's one black-red, real quick. It's a lot of text. Uh, One black-red for three loyalty, uh, Nixless Planeswalker. You get Casualty X. Uh, This is the first Casualty card we had, so when you cast it, you can sacrifice a creature with Power X. If you do copy the obnix list and create a non-legendary copy basically <laughs> uh so you'll enter with x loyalty so if you kill sacrifice your own two drop you'll enter with two loyalty the copy the plus one is each one loses two life unless they discard a card if you control a demon or devil you gain two life uh the minus two ability It's is- not two drop is power or oh, sorry, yeah, based on its power, yeah. Yeah, you. So, so you yeah, can attack sorry. like a
1: two drop that's like a goyf that's like a five six and a five
0: loyalty. Right. yep, Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Uh, so the minus two ability create a one one devil token. Uh, when it dies, it deals one damage to any target, and then minus seven. Target player draws seven and loses seven. Card is mighty good. Okay, so you think it's okay? Yeah. <laughs> Uh do you think uh do you think Yogg plays this? I don't know, the I'm gonna try. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I uh I'm definitely going to try to play Yonk, play it in Yogg Moth. Right. Whether it's good or not, I mean I will tell you later, but yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, it's just there you have a lot of creatures that you don't care if they die, um or they you actively, they get better when they die too, so that's really nice. Uh and you just start shocking your opponent that's that seems really cool it might it might just get there
1: sacking a string group guys to make a uh, two omnix list, and then one of them is at two loyalty the other is at three and then you uptick both of them is pretty gross
0: right yeah that that is a lot of pressure and your string guys is now attacking yeah a it's, a, it's a three two and your man is really good so this should be easy
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the thing uh there is another card I did want to talk about before we move off uh, multicolored. Okay, sure. Uh it is not Mantis Rider. Uh Fleetfoot Dancer. One red green white trample lifelike haste on a 4/4. Okay. Uh I definitely think the Zoo decks that are in modern are probably going to try this card. Uh I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I'm still looking for it. It What? It's the Naya one. Unless oh we, sure, unless, okay, yeah. yeah. I think we skipped it in the guild cards too.
0: Yeah, but. I didn't. I didn't cover it. You think? But you think Zoo would play it? Oh yeah. I mean, it fits them. It's a three color
1: card. So with Scion, it'll have like Vigilance, Lifelink, or like the first strike or something.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I think you're right about that. Vigilance, Lifelink, first strike, then Trample, more Lifelink, and haste.
1: Yeah. So I definitely think uh, because Roger brought this up to me, and I, I was like, man, you know, actually, I think that card's good for them because like. They don't have a lot of ways to gain life anyways and this card just is a 4-4 lifelinker
0: right yeah yeah you might be right
1: oh yeah that, that's it for gold
0: yeah yeah that's yeah that's uh, obnix was the last gold card i had um and for colorless oh i have two i only put one but i actually have two gold uh colorless cards really the first uh yeah do you uh well uh, why don't you go ahead do you have any i mean we we know what mine's gonna be uh are you are you including lands uh no lands i i i I, lands are separate for me yeah that's how i always have two
1: colorless cards i'm trying to see if i find this other color is your other one a vehicle
0: yep okay i know which vehicle you're talking about then okay
1: uh all right i mean mine would be yours uh guida's gift.
0: Right, yeah. This is this one could easily have an impact in, in a modern uh probably in multiple one- formats because we talked about it with Saheeli too. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh it's it's kind of a logic process. It's uh Luxier's guide Guida's gift, one mana artifact. You probably know what it is. Uh equip creature gets plus one plus one for each counter on it. Equipped permanent, is it a planeswalker and is a creature in addition to its other type, loyalty abilities can still be activated and equip it on a Planeswalker for 1 or on a creature for 3 mana. Uh, obviously this is all, this is a as you may know it's a combo with devoted druid uh you yeah, can make infinite green mana on it. Yep, yep. And, and, and uh that's so that there is a theory that this could you play a saga and in your devoted druid and you tutor for this and this is another way to make infinite mana and, and win the game that way. Um What's the uh, Sahili combo again? Uh, uh, you if you put it on
1: Sahili, Sahili can down tick on herself to make a copy of herself, and then the other Sahili can make a down uh, another creature copy of that Sahili with the
0: sword on it. How can S- oh because oh right right because Sahili's minus ability is, is just making copy, copy of an artifact of, or a creature. Artifact or a creature. So you make a
1: Sahili copy. And then you make another Seaheely. Co- you make infinite Seaheely copies. They don't. They aren't creatures, though. They're other Planeswalkers. But if you have Alter of the Brood out, they'll mill a card for every Seaheely copy you put into play.
0: Gotcha. So, so, so you have Seaheely. Right. No. 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 I, I get that. This it's a Rai Rye as a creature, a legendary creature. Yeah. You exile it to make a Planeswalker of the card. We don't exile you dig Or downtick to make it. Yeah. Sorry. You
1: to make a copy of the Sahili Planeswalker.
0: Okay, and then and you, you just use the new Sahili
1: Planeswalker to make a copy of the other Seheili, and then you make infinite Sahelis.
0: Is But they keep legendary, legendary ruling themselves out, right?
1: Yeah, but if you have Ultra the Brood out, then you're milling a gotcha,
0: card. gotcha. Okay, so okay, okay, gotcha. No,
1: no, okay. I mean it doesn't matter because they would sack themselves at end step anyway, so it doesn't matter if uh, no, they had fine. like seven thousand of them.
0: Yeah, I figured there was a. W- I didn't know what the win was. It was just like.
1: Any anything that says
0: when a permanent enters battlefield do a thing, got it. right. Yeah, there's there's multiple uh, cards to win the game. At, that's why. I, yeah, that one I did did process, but that yeah that's that seems that very interesting. Well,
1: too. I saw somebody post about it Pioneer say that it might break that format, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. It could.
1: So Healy breaking more formats.
0: Right, all over again. It broke the Pioneer 1.0 when they had no bans except for the lands. And then they were like, "Yeah, it's still good. Goodbye. We'll get rid of the cat
1: again." I still think the cat's much more fine than Sahili is, but whatever. The cat's cool. Yeah, they don't have a lot of flicker effects in Pioneer. Yeah, that are good. I should say. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I was looking at so the one list I saw, and I don't know if I liked it too much. I was. T- I think I was talking to you yesterday, Cole, about it. It was running like Ren and Ragavan, and then like the basically the creature the devoted druid vizier and other kind of filler cards too. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, I personally did I to me I thought like fast mana was better like birds of paradise or something and Rin was not, but I don't I don't know what that Wait, deck I don't think
1: I know I don't think anyone's going to know what it's going to look like until like somebody does well with it.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, exactly. I I I don't think splashing those cards were Cuz like I'm big on wants.
1: giver in those kinds of decks. I think giver Rin right. is super good.
0: Right, even just like, because it, it will be a uh, finale of devastation. Is it finale? Yeah, it's finale. Yeah, the green one. Yeah, that you just like X equals like infinite. The giver and to tap the giver for, you know, pro color or whatever. Well, no,
1: you, the, I mean if you finale for infinite, you're gonna win anyways because you'll just go get
0: ballista. Oh sure. I, I Strangely enough, the list I saw didn't have ballista, but yeah, you, yeah, that would be the easiest way to do it. Just like oh yeah, just go
1: get ballista. It Comes in as an infinite, infinite. And then you just put plus one counters on it with your infinite mana.
0: Right. And you just start yeah, exactly. shooting them. Yeah. Now that Right. Yeah, that's probably just the way to do it. God, Ballista. And with Ballista, you can play the old, the old favorite uh, Rager Captain to, to tutor for it also. You also
1: get to play the Karn Package with this card too. And you can play like a sword in your sideboard. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's what I've seen a lot of people also talking about. Because Devoted Vizier decks were already kind of a Karn deck sometimes. I
0: I didn't see that. I know it's, it was, like, been a fringe deck for some time now, so I I, I haven't seen, like, there's no, like, established list even back then.
1: Well, I was was playing with Karn for a little bit. Were you? Okay. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, the deck's deck's not that great anyways, (laughs) but it it might be. Yeah. All right, now to your other... uh... Other other colorless card. I think I I think I know which one you're talking
0: about. You, you probably do. Um. Well, I guess it's between two. I think it's a uh, the getaway car is the one I like. Oh, I thought it was gonna be the hearse. Nah, the hearse is stupid. Okay, so it's a getaway car. Okay. <laughs> I just liked it, just like you blink like a a cheap value creature. Well, you don't blink it. Oh well, sure.
1: <laughs> it's well, a it's, the big difference.
0: Yeah. So getaway car, three mana for a four three vehicle with haste when it attacks or blocks return up to one target creature that crude at this turn to its owner's hand so you could just like it's like to me I was like all right thread inspector getaway car and stuff like like cheap value creatures seem interesting to me of cards that you would want to replay to get additional value i thought was was interesting i don't this may suck like but no, maybe i think like,
1: that's fine like imagine but, getting back like a, a reflector mage or something and then right. you're just recasting it and are attacking for three every turn or what's what's power on this thing is it three three right it's a four three four three so yeah you're still attacking for four every turn
0: like true and ref- yeah keep putting back reflection mates that's just kind of a combo yeah so i definitely agree with that yeah yeah like yeah that that deck could presumably have like three of an inspector like i said and other good value cheap one two mana like the oh the Spirit of companion the elvish visionary card oh keep yeah, yeah the dog yeah the, the, yeah the new elvish visionary on opt for white like yeah. that card could be really good. There may be something there. Maybe. Yeah. I maybe, mean, but maybe not too. Uh, did you have any lands that you wanted? To, <laughs> that uh, you no. Might be okay? I mean,
1: just the triumphs. I don't think there was any like tech land. No. The.
0: Uh, I mean the the the, the uh, like fake guild gates. are they're, they're like if oh you have, like, a the budget commander deck. They're they're good for like
1: the bad draw cards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah not great, but if like you could have them.
1: Yeah. No, they're fine.
0: Yeah, but yeah, obviously the triumphs. Like to me, the we were. I think we were talking about this yesterday. We talked about a lot of stuff yesterday. The uh, I I only think the bat ones, like notably, what or like. For modern, think about the four, it, Yeah, it, for,
1: for modern. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because we were thinking like the four colored deck how their mana is kind of just hard lock established. And the only card I thought might sneak in was like the bat one. Yeah, maybe if they wanted it. Right. Because like the Naya one, I guess the Naya one could be too. I, I don't know. Um, and also the Grixis one could go in like the blue red uh, creativity deck because they're, they're playing the Mardu one and that kind of sucks. Yeah. But, this but the Grixis one will be a little bit better um i guess like niv decks would probably change their mana a little bit right i think like pioneer like pioneer niv or something this might be a better format because you get maybe the color well the, i better. think pioneer
1: gets a lot of these that they're gonna play because like this could, yeah this could help make new decks better
0: right like uh bl- like blue white control might now they can splash like green for or if they if that's good. I don't even know if that's good, but they could they have a little bit more flexibility. Um, they can do like uh Esper or Bant now, and they have a little bit more help with it. Yeah, I mean, blue white, blue eye control is already like the mana is not great in Pydeer, Deer, and so maybe they just stick to blue white. That's just right now a very good deck as it is, so maybe it's not worth it.
1: Yeah, or maybe they just yeah.
0: have. They may just have it just as a cycle, like as a way to cycle. Because I, th- I think they do play like the jet sky one. Sometimes
1: I'm sure they play irrigated farmland.
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, but that's it for me. I think that's that's literally everything. Yeah, I don't think we missed anything this time, like we did with neon. Uh, yeah. Never. I mean, well, there may be like a busted uh house card that we miss. Oh yeah, like we good. can't
1: predict like random uncommons that like
0: people break yeah we'll see we'll we'll go we'll uh maybe next next podcast we'll be like yeah we missed these cards we're stupid yeah maybe that wouldn't surprise me not in the slightest yeah. right so uh, yeah i think that's all i got yeah that, that's it for me okay cool well let's go ahead and close it out uh thanks everyone for checking us out and we'll see you guys next time bye y'all